one, two of the Carry Oncast. It is good to be here with you in the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church. I am Pastor Megan Torgerson, and I'm here with... Pastor Mary Sue Dreyer. And, and Pastor Gary, too, as, as well, Gary, also Gary Dreyer. Yeah. Um, hey, fantastic to have you all here with us today, friends. Oh my gosh, everything is changing. Um, in particular, uh, we're starting a new sermon series this time around. We're uh, switching to the sermon series uh, called uh, Who We Are, and we're talking about identity and new beginnings, and, and especially who we are here at Easter Lutheran Church. Um, another new thing that happens is where we get the texts from changes now. Um, we were doing kind of a you know very independent sermon series sorts of things through the summer, uh, and now the our sermon texts are very informed by what's known as the narrative lectionary. A lectionary is basically just a series of readings, and uh, a lectionary can be one you make on your own. Um, some people are very familiar with the revised common lectionary, the RCL. Uh, that's one used in a, a wide variety of churches. And then the narrative lectionary is also a series of readings that came uh, originally out of Luther Seminary, uh, hoping to move people from reading from the beginning of the Bible, the book of Genesis, and moving through the story of Scripture into one gospel per year and then getting through to the to the end of the Bible. Uh, you don't read it all the way through. That would take probably more than a year's worth of readings. Um, but, but the narrative lectionary starts up in the fall and the Bible starts up in the book of Genesis. And so of we, all things. of all things, imagine. Um, and so we start with the book of Genesis. And I think, um, gosh, before I talk too much more about it, maybe we should just hear the passage. Pastor Geary, would you read our lesson for this Sunday? Happy to. Thank you. Genesis 1:26. Then God said, let us make humans in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and every other creepy thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humans in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Yeah. So, uh, Pastor Gary, I can't help but notice you were reading from your version, and I was reading from mine. And in verse 27, you said, so God created humans in his image. But my version says, so God created humankind in his image. What's going on there? Uh, diff two different translations. Right, right. And, if, and, if I, and we're not unfamiliar with that, yeah. right? Like we've all read from different versions. Of and I think it's, have the, we mentioned that in this podcast that yet that the NRSV now there's has an updated? New, new, yeah, what's it called new, again? The, the New Revised Standard Version Updated Edition, the NRSV UE. And that's what yeah. you've got, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So the, what's interesting, the Hebrew word there 
where God created humankind or God created humans is Adam, Adam, right? <gasps> so Adam is this human thing and kind of this, how did you say it? This earthy thing? The earth creature, I yeah, think is what I think. Yeah. <laughs> earth, earth being. So, so yeah. the Hebrew word Adama is dust or dirt. And um, so, yeah, so the human, the Adam of the creation stories is just this earthy, dusty, out of the ground thing. <laughs> Yeah, so the that name would be that we, a little longer. Yeah, yeah. The dusty out of the but ground. Let's just things. call him Adam. Let's yeah. call him Adam. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We we have the name Adam, right? We call that person Adam, and it it's yeah. literally just you know God created Adam. God created this earth thing, this dirt creature. Dirt um, creature. And that's, uh, that's, I love it. Right? <laughs> well, and if you go into Genesis two, it, it gets a little more elaborate. So I don't want to freak anyone out, um, but there are there officially there are two creation stories in the book of Genesis. There's there's Genesis 1, which we just heard from. And then uh, starting in a little bit into Genesis 2, we get this kind of second version of creation. And that's the one where God makes everything and goes, ah, oh, but there just, there isn't someone like, there isn't like someone who I can really be friends with and who can really be in charge of all this. And we so, need more of that more one. More of that one. <laughs> and so God makes something out of the dirt, literally sits into the dirt and creates an Adam and likes this Adam so well. And the Adam looks at all the animals and they're great, but the Adam wants someone like the Adam. And from a piece of the Adam, they make another. And that's where we get Eve eventually. That is a separate creation story. So um, just so you know, that's two different versions of how and, God and created. Both creation stories use diff slightly different names for God. Right. Uh, each one does. And each are quite different and each have different agenda in terms of what they want to say about God and creation. Uh, this particular one um, is all about order uh, God does not create out of nothing. God creates of what is there and separates water from earth. And it's all about separating night from day. And it's all about order. And and we see that God is a God who stands against chaos mm. and has a blessed rage for order. And the other thing that this creation story tells us is that in spite of everything we see that's wrong, God wants to insist that my creation was good. Very good indeed. Thank you very much. God's creation is good and ordered. Yeah. I want, I want to say something else. Can oh, I say, more, say yep. more things. Yep. Uh, so we talked about, so God created humans, mm. Adam. Mm -hmm. Most of the English translations throughout English translation history had translated, so God created man in his right. image. And, and from that, people have derived, men especially, have derived happily that, well, God is male, of course. But then and they, God created man men in particular, the male gender, to be first, foremost, and most important, to just as God that, is That would male. be the Next assumption from God. that, yes. the assumption of that mistranslation or mistranslation. But set 27 <laughs> goes on to say, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Mm -hmm. So the image of God, and we can talk more about what that is, that male and female are created in the image of God, and that brings up the whole notion of God's gender. Is God man? Well, no, if females are created in God's image too. And the gender of God, which for some people is a really controversial thing, God must be a man. It's just not attested from scripture. It's not even a it's not even the point. Like it's not even it's trying to right. make that point. It just as you said, Pastor Gary, that a lot of the Genesis one is about God creating 
order, right? In, in Genesis 1, verse 2, it says, you know, at first earth was a formless void, the Hebrew, tohu bavohu, which I think is just beautifully <laughs> poetic in the Hebrew, Yay! right? <laughs> God takes that formless void and orders it, and God creates night and day. Well, as we all know, there's not just night and day. There is twilight and there is dawn. And, you know, there's the fullness of the expression, mm. but God orders yeah. it, right? And so even when God gets to humans, God isn't saying like, well, I'm making something first and something best and something bad and something last. God is saying, here's the fullness of humanity mm, right. all the way from male to female. This oh. is the fullness of the human expression oh, fully in my image. Right. right? I love right. That. Which is beautiful. Fullness of humanity yeah. from the get-go in the image of God. Right. So, Pastor Megan, what is the image of God? Uh, it's <laughs> the image of God. Um, so, okay. What I would like to think of it as is what we as humans are not not gods, right? Like we are not um, tiny little divine beings running around. But God has made us in such a way that we that we reflect and remind reflect, and inspire yes. something yeah. of who and what God is. And so the work that we do, the way that we engage with, for instance, in this story in creation, we keep in mind, well, what does this mean? As I who have been made in God's own image, not to be a God, but to, to reflect that glory. How do I interact with creation? How do I interact with other humans? How do I care for plants, for animals, for for the ocean, uh, for each other? Um, I, I keep in mind what God has has done and what God is doing and how I get to be a participant in that because I am made also in God's own image. I think of a professor that I once had who talked about, we have, our, we have ourselves a big C creator, right? Capital C, God, the creator. And God has created us to also be creative Creative. beings we are also small c creators in the world so what will we create will we create that which is in keeping with god's desire that there would be enough for everyone that there would be love that there would be community that there would be compassion and uh, are are we creating those things are we living into that image of god in a in a good and meaningful way um, so when I think about, you know, Genesis 1 and I think about this text and I think about us here at Easter, I think about what are what are we creating together yeah. now, right? This How is are we, yeah. Woo, yeah. highly creative time here. Oh my goodness, there's a lot that is being created. Um, it, and maybe it has felt like we've been in a formless void for, for <laughs> a couple years between <laughs> Tohu Tohu and COVID-19. Right, between COVID and pastoral transition. And, um, you know, there is this sense of what's going on. Yeah. And, and we get to participate with God's creation among us in a way that is um, good and creative and engaging for us too. And I think that can be intimidating. That can be um, that can be scary work, but I think it's also exciting. And work. it's good work. Indeed, it was very good work. <laughs> indeed, yes. yes. God looks at it and says it is very good indeed. I love what you'd said about that, Pastor Gary, is that, you know, there's this in Genesis 1, there's this really intentional statement by God to say, yep, I did all this. And I like it. it yeah. Is, it is good. good. And even when we get to, to humans, right, um, God saw everything that he had made. When God finally looks at everything made in those six days, finally with humanity as part of the fullness of creation, God doesn't just say that it is good. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. good. Right? Yes. Like, yeah, this yes. is how it is. You this know, is how it should be. There's just one thing, though. Just that's, one. Uh, that's 
I just want to address it because it's it's just a little bit problematic here. Oh, there's only We're one problematic about, thing in this text. But, um, <laughs> in that verse 27, mm. so God created humankind, mm-hmm. and yet we default in our English translation to God created humankind in, and we go back to masculine language right. there. Right, yeah. We go back to God created humankind in his, his image rather image. than saying God's image. Yep. And in the image of God, God created them. Yeah. And yet we still default to using masculine imagery for God. And if that's a problem to any of you who are listening to this, I agree with you. That <laughs> is a problem that we often, even in Scripture, default to yeah. referring to God as male. Yeah. And so... Um, in our affirmation of male and female, even in verse 27, it's good to remember that God was neither just male or female, and that as male and female, human creation mm. is just what you said a little bit ago, Pastor Megan. The fullness yeah. of who God is finds expression in both male and female here. So um, I just think it's really important to acknowledge that even when we say those words in that very verse, we still default to something that is um, problematic to many of us. Right. The the English language pronouns are a difficulty, but be that it may. Yeah. When Pastor Megan, when you said, reiterated that, and when God made humans, it was very good. Mm. I think it, to dial that back to our own self-images, I'm, I can be self-deprecating at <laughs> times. <laughs> and and we, it, uh, I think that we have to realize, mm. everyone listening to this, that you're made in the image of God, and you are good. Uh, and not to look in the mirror and see the blemishes, but to see the image of God in that reflection. You are very good. Yeah. There's a, a wonderful story about um, Mother Teresa. Mm. And a great philosopher once asked Mother Teresa, you know, it's all admirable and wonderful what you do, but why do you do what you do? Why do you live your life on the streets of Calcutta among the most impoverished people in the world? And she looked at this great philosopher and said, because they're made in the image of God. And this philosopher said, well, later, as he reflected on her answer, he said, well, I could have said that. But then he thought further and said, but would I have really meant it? Mm -hmm. Um, Do we really, really look mm -hmm. at one another Mm -hmm. as indeed reflections of the image of God? Against the monster thought of white supremacy that sure. is uh, rearing its ugly head, given permission to have come out under its rock. Yeah. It's just monstrously wrong. Yeah. There is there is no one who is not made in the image of God. And, and to try to suggest it otherwise and teach their children otherwise is a sin of the highest degree. Oh, and yeah. the dominion that's talked about in Genesis. Yeah. Should, must not be abused. Right, right. I think there's there's so much opportunity for in this, you know, this beautiful, poetic, holy passage for us to take 
some little nugget of it and say, and this is why I'm more important, or this is why I get to do what I want to do. And we've named three of them here. We've named race, we've named gender, and we've named uh, abuse of creation as ways that people have taken this text and, and really horrifically misused it in a way that is exactly the opposite of living into what it means to mm-hmm. be in God's own image. And right? so this is a great time for oh, Easter Lutheran Church yes. to say, this creative time that God is inviting us into is going to have certain marks yeah. to it. It is going to be a time that avoids those kinds of mistakes right. that we just talked about and indeed is life-affirming. And let's see what God's up to here uh, right. with this next as there, chapter as order is being made out of chaos something yeah. that we hope is truly an act of god and i continue to believe is an act of god among us here this this creative work that god does among us here at easter lutheran church it is an opportunity for us to take a breath and look around and evaluate indeed how are we living as ones who are in the image of god and and caring for and loving others trusting that they are likewise made in God's image, that yeah. all of creation indeed is is very good. How do we live like that? Pastor Mary Sue and I uh, have been with you all for a month, mm. and uh, so we have the opportunity to sort of be on the outside looking in, and uh, as you talk in terms of chaos moving to order, and uh, absolutely what we see here is the Holy Spirit is alive and well and living at Easter Lutheran and it's uh, you've got a wonderful congregation and Pastor Megason is wonderful. Oh, and, thank and, you. But also to say that if if um if it's chaos yeah. it's really the openness to what's next. Things are Talking along really nicely here. Things are being created and, and, yeah. and created yeah. and meaningfully and well. Yeah. And so this, this is actually, well ordered. Yeah. So this is speaking of order. I, I, it's worth noting that folks, as you as you listen to us here to this podcast, you are hearing Pastor Mary Sue and Pastor Gary. Uh, but by the time you come to church with us on Sunday, you will not see Pastor Mary Sue and oh, Pastor this Gary. This is oh, for no. the last oh, time. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but and again. Again, this this you know creation and recreation that's going on among us. It's been this such a joy to have the two of you with us. Oh, such a you. blessing to have your your insights and your perspectives. And now we send you back out into the world. <laughs> yes. And, and folks, by the time you come you come to join us to hear this text read in worship, you will see two new faces. We will have our new interim pastors with us. Pastor Jay and Pastor Jen will be with us starting this Sunday. Um, in fact, as you hear this podcast, they are probably already here. Um, and then you get to know them and you get to hear the way God is at work in their lives and the gifts that they have to bring and share with us. Um, and for how long? And for how long? Pastor Mary Sue, what an excellent question. Uh, God only knows. <laughs> uh, so officially, our interim pastors are with us until we call uh, our new pastors. So uh, everyone wants to know how long that's going to take. Uh, and I agree. I also want to know how long that's going to take. A call process takes as long as it takes. Um, you know, it, I, I came to Easter after, I think, a 22-month call process. I think that's the upper end of how long a call process tends to take. Um, But it It will be more than a month. It will be more than a month. It will have already been more than a month. And um, it could take as many as six, nine, 12, 
months. It will take as long as it takes for God to to bring the right person to us. And we continue to wait with patience and with hope and with joy as we continue to listen for, you know, what God is creating among us here. But, uh, you know, what I've observed is that you're not on hold. No. This place is going forward into the fall, yeah. new programming for worship, lots of stuff happening, um, ways for people to grow in their faith and to um, exercise their faith. Yeah. Um, pretty exciting time. Yeah, yeah. And I think as we're as we're looking for those people who will be, you know, our, our called pastors here, um, we want someone who's who's gonna be able to join with us in that work and and help us continue to create something new around here. Pastor Mary Sue, you mentioned the worship schedule, and so before I send folks off, I feel like I gotta call it out. Uh, because starting September eleventh, we do have a new worship schedule, and I want you all to know that. Uh, that at the lake we will have contemporary worship at nine AM and 10 30 a.m on sunday and jam our sunday school jesus and me is what jam stands for comes right in between so whether you're a 9 a.m or a 10 30 worshiper you'll be able to have your kids go to jam either right after nine o'clock worship or right before 10 30 worship uh, so that's contemporary worship at the lake at the hill we have traditional worship at 9 45 a.m on sunday again with jam jesus and me coming right after so the kiddos will leave from worship going into jam right afterwards and then and then folks starting next week on september 14th that wednesday night we will have our first wednesday evening service starting at 5 45 um, a 30 minute service but very authentic to who easter is when it comes to the preaching and the music and the experience so if weekends don't work great for you or sunday mornings doesn't work great for you or you're just looking forward to sleeping in next week um i <laughs> hope that you'll join us on wednesday night at, at 5 45 and from there from that service you can go into all sorts of educational programming whether it's a confirmation program or some adult learning or we have jam on wednesday nights as well so you can have your Sunday school experience on a Wednesday evening. If Wednesday that works. school. Wednesday experience. school. Are you, are you still going to have uh, worship online so you can see a recorded um, message on? Right. Yeah. So keep so keep your eyes out, friends. If you worship with us online, for now, our worship experience uh, remains pre-recorded. Uh, we're in the process of working our way towards transitioning that to live streaming, so Yay, that you can wonderful. see. Right. You can see what actually happens in worship with us together, so that uh, either you can investigate us and <laughs> see. If this is the place you want to come visit in person, <laughs> right, <away. laughs> right? Or you can uh, see what you missed if you weren't able to yes, be there with us in person. Good. So either way, it's a, a really wonderful connection to worship life here at Easter. Oh my gosh, there's so much going on. Um, and for now, we say a very, a very heartfelt and very grateful um, goodbye and thank you to Pastor Gary and Pastor Mary. Oh Jude. my gosh, this has been a wonderful month, and oh. thank you all because everybody's been. So welcoming, even though it was for such a short time. Oh, it's hard been to believe, fun. but it's Good. been great. Good, good. So goodbye, all. We've had fun <laughs> too, and and so folks, send Pastor Mary Sue and Pastor Gary all your appreciation, and uh, and thank you all as well for for being a part of this community and for uh, joining us here and learning and worship here at Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission continues to be to grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Bye, everybody. Ooh.